Hey, I am alive, and you're alive, and today is August 27th, and we are back here on Queer All Year. We still got a bad intro. By we, I mean me, and I'm Kat Jones, and you are our listeners, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and bro and sound producer, Mick G. I think the co-host, or the intro is dope. But that's maybe because I only think in terms of uh, musical notes. <laughs> yeah, I was like music. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was if like, I sound uh, like an it's idiot. got a it's got a dope beat, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words don't matter. Nope. I may have just hit. <coughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Gazoon height. Yeah. Okay. Today we have a really short episode, which is cool. Maybe not cool. Probably uh, cool for maybe you. Maybe easier to disseminate. Yeah, I guess. Sure, who knows? I don't know. I think dissemination is pretty easy. I feel like preparation is maybe the hard part. Uh, what do we usually say here? You uh, say, a like, minute. today's story is uh, about s- some penguins on a farm. Ooh, we definitely have to talk about the gay penguins sometime. Oh, I've, I've heard we'll of that. We'll talk about yeah, them when they was, get married. That was funny. Um, that was a nice little publicity stunt. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so today we're talking about a time when the queer community um, had a clash with the police that wasn't terrible. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're going to talk about maybe don't, New York don't City's sixth. Pre- Not in this one. We're going to talk about the New York City's sixth precinct, precinct, precinct versus the New York mats. As Mets, not Mets. I previously um, right. was like, "Are you sure it's not Mets?" And then uh, no, we had a it's the Mats. We had a previous battle before this. <laughs> it's the Mats because the queers are clever. As always. very clever, yeah. <laughs> and we have some cool new transition music, right? Yeah, that may or may not be dropping in here. Oh yeah, um, cool. Okay, play me in, McGee. You got it. Okay, we are going to 1973 with the New York City 6th Precinct. Precinct. I'm saying that word. I can do it. (laughs) That is not how you announce a game. The 1973 NYC 6th Precinct versus the New York Mats. Mats. Where the Mats at? The Mats. The Mats are in the building. And this is a softball game, not a... Not a the what are the Mets? Are they baseball? Yeah. Okay. So not baseball, they're softball. Because who cares? I don't know. It's a ball and you throw it. Uh so this is a charity softball game between the uh, NYCD NYCPD uh... versus the New York Mets, which are a fake team that were created specifically for this by the um Mattachine Society, and we've talked about the word Mattachine before. It's um, like a queer community, kind of. It's a long thing to explain. We've talked about it. So it was put together by the Mattachines, and so it's the New York Mattachines, but it's Mats because, like I said, the queers are clever. And it sounds better New York City 6th Okay, I get it now. That does sound 
good. They didn't even come up with a name for their team. Team, so like, just saying. So the team, the um, police's team was managed by Officer John Romani, who had been. Um, it wasn't a task force because that sounds terrible, but he had been having. What do they call them? Rap sessions every week with the with representatives of the queer community um, since November 1972. They've been having weekly sessions just to like bring the the police and the queer community closer back together, you know, because really? he'd been at the, the Stonewall 70s. riots. Yeah, he'd been at the Stonewall riots. And he says um, he, quote, knew right then or the day after that there had to be a better way, end quote. So Good for him. Yeah, and and I, this was yeah. like so they'd been like, you know, getting to know each other and this was um just at some point they like challenged each other to have like a charity uh competition in the spirit of understanding and coming together, that kind of thing. The donations went to and this is Yeah, this I was is wondering if you were gonna skip over that problematic part. No, I I'm just <laughs> going back and forth. Uh, yeah. But so the donations went to this program, and this is what it's called. I don't usually use this word, but it's the one-to-one program for retarded children. That's from the New York Times. So those are those words. I don't say that word usually. I cannot. Yeah, find we, I just anything. try to maybe remind that, like, even in the early well, it wasn't until the early '90s when people started telling us not to say that. I don't even know. Or if mi- it's mid early 90s, '90s, maybe. Well, and then we've got uh, Tropic Thunder. Which is my catcher in the rye and oh. whatever. Um, anyway. I thought the way he used that was fine because he, that's let's how not get into this. someone like his character would say. Yeah, but let's not but, get into it. Yeah, this. okay, good point. Let's not get into it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I cannot find anything about what this program was. I Googled it with quotes, without quotes. New York specifically, not New York. One to one right now is for multiple sclerosis. And I don't think that was considered under the retarded, you know, umbrella. But maybe it was. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Well, I mean, Margo. like, yeah, why? I don't even know what. No. So anyway, the donations went to something that I assume existed at the time. I can't find it outside of this news article. Um, so anyway, the New York mats were managed by uh, Jean Devente. I forgot to look up how to pronounce her name she is mama jean for those of you who uh maybe more up in the queer community than others she's kind of been like not a race but she's kind of like an underground really big influence in the queer community and she just died in april and i just saw that and i was upset about that she was amazing she was like the grand marshal of the first New York Pride March, those kind of things. Like, she was big. And they just kind of breezed over in the articles I read. There's only, like, two articles about this, which is amazing that there were articles. But, yeah, they just kind of breezed over. They were like, Jean DeVente. And was it in like, the no, same year Mama as Jean. the... Or in the same month as... Or what? What? Um, what? When was the game? What month? Uh, this... It was today. August 27th. Oh, duh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, I did that earlier, too. I When I went out to write the script, I was looking all over. I was like, but what was the day? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Whoops. if you go out and try to Google this, um, you'll find all the sites that I've, you know, ranted about before where everyone just copy pastes, you know? Um, and through copy pasting on all of these today and LGBT history sites, um, apparently people think that Geraldo Rivera played first base in this. And no, the he played actual, first base. Uh, he played first base in a celebrity softball tournament or game celebrity charity softball game that was actually july so it was like the exact same year kind of the exact same thing geraldo rivera was in so it, that's how people base. got confused that way yeah and now i have to wait for he just to chose like... to never deny it he doesn't know it's geraldo he doesn't he's too busy uh, thinking about how he's touche be yeah he's got his for own... being terrible is he still he's alive got his well i don't know Geraldo, you're I a terrible person. Maybe but thank he was you for un uncovering I that. I thought maybe awful he was thing. doing sports commentary somewhere or something. I have no clue. But he's. he's they a don't person. seem to have a problem with terrible people in football. In sports? Did or you see baseball. that they used the F word the other day? Was it baseball? I think it was the NFL. Was no, it? No, it was baseball. Uh, One of the announcers. They came back early from. Oh, an announcer. Um, yeah, they came back early from commercial, and he was like, this is the F capital of the world or something like that. Like, he didn't know he was back <laughs> on. <laughs> I posted, I well, maybe I didn't post it to the Facebook page. I posted it on Facebook, probably my own. But, oh, I was like, it, like I got an alert the moment it happened, and I was like, that sounds about right. It was the, uh, the Cleveland Reds. I wonder if Reds. he's going to be all right. I, uh, um, he didn't seem like it. I remember one uh, Super Bowl I watched. They, uh, it was after the Super Bowl, and uh, they're, um, you know, it's all insanity, and the guy's coming down to bring the trophy. There's like a procession of the trophy, mm -hmm. and I guess the people from the booth must have, or the people that do the censoring must have, like, gone off or something, because he dropped at least 30 F bombs. Like, <laughs> uh, kiss this effing trophy. Yeah, look at this effing trophy. <laughs> um, just other things like he's yelling it. And I'm like, this is live TV. I'm watching this. What is going on? <laughs> and Have you been... uh, they haven't really done that at other Super Bowls. But that one time. How long ago was that? That was, it wasn't, it wasn't the Chiefs one. So oh, so it was recent? It was at least a couple years ago. Oh, okay. I was gonna say maybe it was before the delay or whatever, but no. Have you been or, watching um, the yeah. Bulls documentary on Netflix? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, did the you notice last... there were like several points where Michael Jordan drops the f bomb in like it seems like it's a televised thing, like the draft or whatever. He said the f bomb a few times, and I'm like, okay, this is clearly like news footage. Like, is like, anyway. We're off topic. <laughs> huh. I thought I saw him say it a couple times on the court, but... Um, yeah, it's just like there are that's things that covered up. are clearly like news footage. Like in one of the draft, or maybe well, it was like everyone, after a game or something. Everyone wanted to be like Mike. It's crazy how captivating he was. Do you, do you oh, remember me back then? Oh, first, do you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm the one who has his rookie baseball card somewhere, according that's to true. Dad. You never would give that up. No, well... I have. Dad has it, supposedly. He won't yeah. show it to me. He's Might also be a your, good point because Charizard, he thinks he? he thinks we would sell it for. I don't. I'm, I, I think that Pokemon that. cards may have, um, 
capped in their value. So I don't know why um, he still has those. I don't know, man. They're coming but back. The baseball cards will eventually. We have be a worth Pokemon a club. Club? Yeah. What does that mean? At the place I oh. work. I don't know if I've said it. I don't know if I'm gonna say it on. But yeah, they've created a Pokemon club. Pokemon is big right now. I could probably get one of those kids to sell another one of those kids to you for a Charizard. Because they Let's, actually uh, have to Yeah, put some feelers and... around. See what <laughs> <laughs> um holofoil like, no, original not series remotely doing any of this <laughs> it is it is a first edition charizard yeah um and they will know <laughs> what that means we had show and tell today and a good i mean the, four these, of them tried these to cards share the would same be like myths cards. to them these cards were out before they were live yeah yeah they probably don't even know what they are actually because they're no like... they probably know them as legend they see them at this well maybe not it might see them at the store oh, anyway. um on, in a chest. Yeah, go back yeah. to your story. Let's go back yeah, to let's, this. <laughs> I'll find a way to work Pokemon into this podcast oh, at some point. I'm sure. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Well, we already so, did. Well, I'd be like re- in a relevant way. My mic gain is really high, just so you know. So, um, Mama Jean said that the Mets had only practiced a few times, and so they weren't really like super trying to win because the fun was the whole point of it. And um, she was really happy about how um, Officer John was um, pitching to the women as if they were men. That's a quote from her. She says, he's been pitching to the women as if they were men, and that's the way I like it. And hashtag me too, Mama Jean, because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Mick Jean knows I will argue about, like, why on earth we treat women different than men in sports well females and males it is true you throw a very good conversation or a very good argument towards the other way it's just kind of beyond my logic well and then especially when we start being woke and we start bringing gender versus sex versus biological versus you know identity and all that kind of thing into it like it yeah, it becomes right now it's very binary and it doesn't make sense to me even in the binary but Oh, that's a big topic. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> yeah, it really is. We will go Sports into that. Sports are gonna on change Patreon, forever. Maybe. Yeah. But. Um. Okay. So in the in the stands, the police's side was mostly family, and you know they were like, yeah, whatever. But then the gays came out like Diana Ross as usual, and they were like, just like, I'm coming out, and just like throwing things. They had apparent. I don't know. They may or may not have had trash cans full of beer. And there was like <laughs> just people started being cheerleaders randomly, and they were all wearing like really flamboyant things with the like the names of local um, gay bars and restaurants and on them, and like just like just being it, like you could apparently hear it from like a mile away, just like scream. They're having so much fun. Everyone was having a lot of fun. This was a really fun story to research because i was like everything's awful all the time and then this wasn't awful this was very nice the um the sixth precinct won uh possibly around 15 to zero but the score wasn't really being kept because they had to like interview multiple players to see if they all agreed on what the score was which just kind of shows you how you know it was there to help the kids and come together and you know br- you know bring the community kind of together because you've got like the police and their families in the same stands with like you know the queer community who just a few years before had been in 
Stonewall, you know. So that is um, what I have to say. I am going to send a link to McGee, and then I'm going to have you read this. McGee. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, what is this thing? I don't have it. Nope, you don't um, have it. I feel uh, like I while just... you're doing that, I'll give these guys another update from what I forgot to do um, in our last episode. I am covered in, gosh, blisters and torn skin on my hand. I have quite an oh, injury oh, here. Oh, gardening? No, from our gosh darn dog. What do uh, you do? We, there, well, it's not his fault. Um, on those walks we go on, a lot of times people will just let their dog out in the front yard like it's okay. And oh, I'm just telling you, they are lucky that I'm not the kind of person that carries a gun or, like, that really likes dogs, you know? Like, a lot of people that go on walks at night with their dogs carry firearms. Um, anyway, well, so this dog... especially in that area. Yeah, so he goes after him, and I've got the... I'm holding the leash in my left hand, and I just... Wait, wait, Ike goes after the other dog, or the other dog goes after Ike? Both of them go after each other. They're a ways away at this point. I would like to and say that Ike can I wants to play. Are you working on sending that message to I already me? sent it. Okay. So I've got my left hand holding the leash, and I tried to grab the right thinking I can just pull Ike real quick, and no, he completely overpowers me, and it strips through my hand, and it, uh, it tore it up. Uh, I'm bandaged up here. It looks disgusting. Um did the other dog anyway, want to where play? would I be looking at that? Did you send that thing to my I sent it a text, text? Yeah. Okay. This big, this, uh, do you want it's me to read article. all this? The yeah. whole thing? Read, and read it, this. It this is, oh, I just smacked the mic. Sorry. It's all good. Does it end with, end, I end at the, a player for the Mattachines? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. It's, because it's, it's, it looks long, but it's short and it's really cute. <laughs> and it, right, I can't tell so if it's facetious or not. The gays and the guys square off. New York, UPI in parentheses. Um, I assume that's some press affiliate. Uh, it was Woodstock we'll and the bleachers as a police softball team battled their gay activist opponents on a Greenwich Village playground Monday night. All in the cause of understanding. The team from the 6th Precinct won 15-0 over the Homosexual Mattachine Society, but about 20 police complained about gay brutality at the end of the game. The police gripe was that their opponents had garbage cans filled with beer on their bench. The police had to make do with soda. That's brutality. <laughs> um, <laughs> true. True to that. Um... The game was organized to foster better relations between police and the village and the gay community. Wherever the purpose, about 500 fans loved it, even though they were decidedly pro-Mattachine. The cops to a man, the cops to a man wore blue dungarees, blue shirts, and red caps. The Mattachine team, made up of both men and women, wore lots of things. The best part for the Mattachines was when the cops came to bat in the top of the first inning. The muscular lead-off patrolman tapped the plate with, with authority and leaned into the first pitch. Hips and shoulders swiveled, then his arms swept forward and the wrists lashed the bat through the strike zone. 
The ball dribbled back to the pitcher. The bleachers went wild. <laughs> okay. Um, the pitcher threw to first base person, Sherry, who tried to st step on the, on the base and missed. She then pushed her blonde hair out of her eyes and made the, made the put out. It says put out here, but in modern days would be out. The fans cheered. But after that, it was all downhill for the Mattachines. At the end, Officer John Romani, pitcher and coach of the 6th Precinct team, could afford to be magnanimous. Win or lose, it was bound to make for better feelings in the community. A player for the Mattachines took uh, the defeat less philosophy. Ah, shut up, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, you completely broke up through all of that, so like I was, you know... Okay. Just well, that's okay I was for you because it got it on this recording here. Yeah, I was just like I would have laughed in in places where it, like I love the the Mattachine okay. team made up of both men and women wore lots of things. Yeah, right. <laughs> it cracks me up. It's a so nice I, uh, thing. Yeah, it's I was just first yeah, reading there's it, so I was many like, terms they... that are different from today. Yeah. And just the way that they spell things. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know, is this being like not nice to them but no I, when i read through it again i was like I oh no this all, is cute it's all good and fun and hopefully led to i don't know i've heard b bad things about nypd yeah well i've told but you a that's, lot of bad things about Clinton's NYPD. Fault. <laughs> um well yeah true that's true and this is not this... i guess they've been bad forever i like that this kind of like i'm not trying to at all be like the Bad apple theory, good apple theory, whatever. It's just, like, it's nice to see examples of, like, the system working because the system doesn't work. And or so the when system it does trying work, to nice. work. Yeah, exactly. The people so, you know. trying to make the system work. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, oh, I get is this, it wasn't this article. Oh, the New York Times article, like, I don't know. It's just it was such a different time because they made a point to say that like the first base, the person guarding the first base is an exotic dancer, and like they're like, you know, she was wearing blanket. She's an exotic dancer, isn't it weird that they have a person like that on their team? And I'm like, why is this part of your article? But yeah, it's it was. Does it say 70s, that? It just says that she no, then the New pushed York her Times. Blonde. Oh, a different Or one. does this one also say it? No, it just says... Oh, yeah. She had she's blonde a... hair and it, she had to push it out of her yeah. hair, eyes. She's also an exotic dancer, which I think is awesome. That's... It is pretty cool. Heck, yeah. I would do that I would if like I had to play softball with some erotic strength. dancers. I mean, <laughs> why not? I, I would like to be one so I could make some money and be confident, but I can do neither. Uh, so you from that job. same... From that same um, newspaper, this is like unrelated, but I thought it might be fun to close on this just because it was strange. It was on the same page of that newspaper. It's more news from space. So minnows born in space are adapted to zero gravity the moment they hatch from their tiny eggs. But their parents, carried aloft by the Skylab 2 crew, still are not accustomed to weightlessness and are swimming in tight backward flips. These newly hatched minnows have never done that, astronaut Owen K. Garrett said Tuesday from the Skylab Menagerie, where now, which now includes five minnows and a pair of web-spinning spiders. I'm like, this is a weird <laughs> thing to have on the same page, but it's very interesting. So now we know okay. something about space. 
I have Heck yeah. Isn't that interesting? I never knew that we had like minnows in space and that that isn't that interesting? Like they're born adapted mm. to zero gravity. How do they have water? I have no idea how that is it what real? What is the sky lab? Are you it sure looked, they're not? I looked like... it up and like I mean it was an article, but I don't. I guess huh. I didn't see anything saying it was true or not. I don't, oh, we've All been right. reading from the Wellsville Daily Reporter, by the way. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Um. You want that's me to do the? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want me yeah. to do the housekeeping before yeah, we go to the play uni- us out, Mickey. unicorn? Yeah. Play it out. And now. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, uh, go into our Facebook page. It's Queer All Year. We also have a group called the Queer All Year Mafia. Twitter or Instagram, you can go to Queer All Year Pod on everything there. And on Patreon, if you could uh, come join one of our tiers, it's patreon.com slash queer all year. All one word. We're working on uh, our website, and we'll get it up as soon as possible. It's um, kind of an embarrassment for us. But anyway, how would you like to hear from our unicorn? Oh, did we say... Sorry. I forgot to the unicorn. Uh, did we say that our back episodes... Did we talk about them? The episodes we missed? No. Okay, so... Uh, well, we haven't decided anything. So obviously but... we've been gone for about two months. Um... And instead of barraging everyone with a month, of, almost two months of episodes, we are going to put all the episodes we've missed out on Patreon. And oh, so right. uh, that was a crazy decision for me to make because I, I never wanted Patreon to be a place where, like, you could only get certain things, you know, only get But that's just things. for the outdated. But what's going to happen is they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be out there. And then we're going to release them next year. We'll probably have, like, little updates, you know, just, like, tacked yeah. on or so something. So they will eventually be able for free yeah. during the original, the correct dates. Um, yeah, during the year next, next year. But just next year. And if you want to get... Which means you um, guys aren't getting rid of us. Yeah. Um, if you want to get them... Well, it's not going to be now. Once it's going to be over going. The, <laughs> It's going to be over the course of the next month or two. Um, by the time we get all of them done... Um, but yeah, you can check them out on Patreon. Yeah. We'll so, probably put them on the first tier, right? Or, I, or maybe the second tier since it is pretty large amount of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see. see how you guys do. If, uh, please, uh, please join our $5 tier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or okay. Give them the unicorn. Whatever. Okay. Um, also, so the unicorn, you know how the unicorn wasn't very relevant all the time? We spent a lot of time talking about, like, what? I don't know about that. Yes. So I went through <laughs> with the unicorn, uh, and I wrote down the things I liked on the days, and then on the days I didn't, I just did, like, a tarot reading, and, I, like, this is our advice for the day. And that oh, ended wow. up much better. Um, but today is actually a good one. The unicorn says, you can only live in the present. Which is very true. True. That. You... I don't know. I've been watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force and living in oh the past God. pretty well for the past month. So, um... I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's... Yeah. 
That's I, I also can say that this of? is living. I really want to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? To, you can take my work. My feet have been killing me. No, no I don't. I want would that miss job. my kids. I missed my kids when I was gone for a month. And I don't COVID. want your kids. Because <laughs> they're, they're going to give me COVID. I I hope you're uh, immune yet. now because of that. Well, but didn't they say something about? I'm still. I mean, I'm not immune. You're never immune. You can still carry it. I'm just an asymptomatic carrier. Yeah, but, well, whatever. It's not for talking so about I on just, here. So I just walk around um, giving it to people like Typhoid Mary. So what, yes, do we just so tell them we love them? Live in the present and work for a better future in the present. And we love you, yeah. and we're going to come up with a better sign-off. That was pretty good. If We can work on that one. Yeah, go play some softball, social distancingly. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Yep. Okay, <laughs> bye. bye.